I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Hey, Tanya, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Thank you so much for taking time today to talk to us. I might start by saying you've known Sarah from Delusions of Reference for a while, haven't you? I have. Sarah and I met uh, within the program called Mercy Ministries back in 2006. Ah, and we will get back to that. Uh, yep. when we find her as well. So tell me, I mean, you you had quite different backgrounds though. How did you wind up in Hillsong? So I grew up in a pretty conservative Christian household from kindy all the way through school, went to very strict Christian schools, quite small Christian schools. I kind of yeah, they very much the fire and brimstone teachings. If you're aware, there's a group over in the US called Calvary Chapel. So that was the primary school that I went to and and that kind of Pentecostal Foursquare church kind of foundations of that. Yeah, so grew up going to church. Church was all through school, God, Christ, Holy Spirit, all of that fun stuff. What was the education? 
like that. That that was education. That was there was we kind of look back now, some of the people that I go to school with and and we look back at some of the like your history and science and all of that and everything was Bible based. Everything was God based. The most learning I did I think was was once I got well into my twenties because I actually was aware of stuff that actually happened, not stuff that happened in the Bible and and all of that, which was what school was kind of restricted to. Wow. I mean, that's, that's intense. How do you, okay. How do you kind of operate and make decisions in the big bad world out there when you go out? How does that, like, how did that work for you? Did Mm. did you stay in that arena or like what's the, say like after school finishes, like what happens or? Yeah. So I guess I, it was towards the end of school. So I left in year 10 because of the, the reason that we'll call, well, we'll get into a bit later. Well, yeah. So I went from, so towards the end of school, it was kind of like, I really just went straight from school into mercy. I left school in year 10. Okay. And I was, I applied to go. So I guess I'll, I'll track back a bit. So kind of mid-primary school, maybe I was like nine or ten, started struggling with like mental health stuff, which is quite okay. young, really, really quite yeah. young. And yeah, from a religious perspective, it wasn't necessarily seen as mental health in the first instance. It was demonic influence or, oh. yeah, yeah, so, and that's what my school taught. Um, the little kid wow okay yeah and then moving forward kind of got into high school and it was kind of wasn't going wasn't really going away so the best solution that anyone could have was a bible-based program that helped young women so I didn't really have that opportunity to explore the world in between school and well after like like after leaving school so I was 15 in year nine when I applied to go to Mercy Ministries yeah. and ended up leaving school at the end of year 10. I'd turned 16, which was the youngest that they would accept a girl mm-hmm. into Mercy Ministries and pretty much jumped straight from school into the home. I mean, can you tell me as best you want to or are able, uh, I mean, how had the church slash school dealt with the mental health when you say demonic what mm. what they uh done with you and what is they very much prayer hands laying of hands more church more church more church that was mm. kind of the prescription i guess that school and church gave i hadn't really started going to hillsong that much up until probably the year prior to leaving school okay but they were okay with that they yeah I was I went mm-hmm. to, I think it was called wildlife or yeah. year, year seven to ten that would probably be the group that I was in yeah there, I remember a few people kind of at Hillsong the volunteers, I think they would have been, well, I'm guessing they probably would have been college students volunteering on the bus to and from and youth group and all of that. 
I kind of confided in them, but considering that I'd said that I'd applied to go to Mercy and they knew what Mercy was because it was linked to Hillsong, there wasn't really much of a push from them okay. to do anything about it because they were like, oh, it's already in hand. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And are you comfortable sharing with us like a diagnosis or a kind of health? Yeah. So uh, throughout my teens, it was just, it was classified as, I guess, adolescent depression. They can't really give you anything until you kind of well into your twenties. And then after Mercy, hmm. so I was in Mercy for 13 months. Oh, okay. Yeah. From 2006 to 2007. The diagnosis was chronic PTSD and bipolar one. Okay. Yeah. And and currently is that where you're sitting? Uh, currently, I'm actually not quite sure. It's been <laughs> a couple of years. I I know that the PTSD thing I would probably say is still is still there mm. in some aspects. It. Yeah, I, I wouldn't necessarily agree with the bipolar diagnosis anymore. I think that was, I think, yeah. Uh, and so then what, Hillsong is after Mercy. Do you start attending Hillsong? Is that how that goes? So throughout Mercy, we went to Hillsong, mm. morning, noon and night. And then after Mercy, I went to the city campus for a little bit and now I was only 17 when I left Mercy and there was quite a big kerfuffle when I left because there was a lot of there was a really big push to keep girls in the bubble so to keep girls living with Hillsong families living with Mercy supporters up in the hills the Bible Belt, I call it. And I turned around and said, no, shove it. I wanted to move back in with my family, with my friends that were just doing their HSC, back down southern Sydney. And so I was going to city campus for a bit to kind of keep Mercy happy. But then I just dropped off and yeah. ended up finding a church in Newtown actually like it was just kind of like a grassroots couple of friends that I went to school with in a in a church hall on a Saturday night um which Mercy didn't like at all um because I I guess I wasn't able to be watched mm. yeah and that sort of Stepford wife conversation is limited as well correct mm. so uh okay so then what happens after that? I mean, how how did they kind of, I guess, how did they approach mental health compared with, you know, what you'd known before and sort of what happens, I guess, after that? That church? Yeah. Yeah. I guess because they were all so young, they didn't really know what to do. And mm. I would say that they, I was quite open about where I'd been in the year prior, considering I'd seen a lot of them at school then I disappeared for a year and then popped back up at this random church hall. They were understanding to an extent. I developed pretty severe, that's the other 
thing I missed, I developed pretty severe anorexia after I left Mercy. So a lot of that was quite visible to everybody. And I find it was a bit of a weird one because because it was so in your face, like it was quite obvious what was going on to other people around me. I felt more that they, I don't know, whether it was that they thought they didn't want to bring it up. They weren't as forthcoming as with if you've got depression or any kind of mental illness that they can lay hands on and let's get these demons out because it was like it was physical, it was it was quite obvious what was going on. And I felt like it kind of maybe scared them a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then, I mean, so then where do you go from there? What's life been like since there? Where, where have we, I mean, and we can, we don't have to make it a long drawn out one if you don't want, you know, yeah. make jump back on me, Sarah. Whatever the, you want. I'd say probably like, I kind of use the example of for every month in Mercy, it kind of took on like it took, x amount of months like for every month it was worth x amount of months in the real world to get over it not even get over it you don't get over something like that i i would say it would really only be up to maybe like in the last four or five years that i've actually kind of really can say that i'm good in that in terms of the church in terms of any kind of religious institution type stuff yeah, I did. I did try and try and attend a Hillsong service once, oh, probably about three years ago. It was quite funny just to see, like, you know, when you just get curious and you're like, I wonder what these people are doing now. And I trekked my way up because I knew that there was a Hillsong women thing on a Thursday morning and went up there on my own, didn't know anyone, didn't tell anyone I was going. Hmm. I'm sure if my parents found out, they'd do triple backflips thinking that I'd come back to Christ and found myself in this Hillsong women's service, sat through the first couple of songs, like gritting teeth. I was like, this is like, it just, it does bring back a lot, especially when, yeah, you've kind of, you had those formative years being 16, 17, whatever, basically breathing and eating and sleeping this church kind of thing. And made it through probably about 20 minutes of the actual service until, and was this God, was this fate? I don't know. But until I'm sitting there and Donna Crouch got up and she was like, I want to welcome a very special guest today. And it turns out I'd rocked up on the same day as one of the program managers from Mercy. Oh, no. And I was like, no way, I'm out. And I grabbed my bag and I just walked straight out. And I was just. So there's still, but there's still that. She's, yeah, she's still, she's still around, this lady. So, like I thought. Mercy Ministries was shut down in 2009, but this woman that was one of the program managers towards the end has quite tight connections with Hillsong still. I think she's married to. Brian's sister's son. 
Oh, yeah. So funny because have you heard that recording that of those guys, by the way, the audio of Brian and Bobby? No. Go on Hilson Kerfuffle. I'll send you a link. Yeah. They they didn't switch the mics off when they were recording their rehearsals for online church. <laughs> yeah, so the real them is there. It's, mm, I love it. it's lovely. All right, so uh where are we? Okay, so then uh yeah, I mean, as much as you want to kind of... So you said uh, your parents would do backflips if they thought you'd come back to Christ. So am I to presume that you've uh, stepped away from your walk with the Lord? Is that happening? <laughs> what? Where are you now? What do you want to tell us? I am no longer consumed by Christ. Yeah, I just... I kind of... It was mercy that... In saying that, though... When I left Mercy and probably for two or three years afterwards, yes, okay, like I said, like I kind of stepped away and tried a few different different churches and stepped away from the Hillsong thing. I do still remember I had this like pull or push. I don't know whether what it was. It was like a guilt thing that I had to be a Christian uh-huh. because of the stuff that that Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Cool song because of the stuff that Mercy taught you, which is if we can't heal you, no one can. Ooh. And... It's kind of, I do remember that I was still very much in a churchy Christian mindset probably for about three years after Mercy. And then when it all folded, I think, or maybe just after that, I slipped and I was like, I'm, so that would have probably been about 2009-ish. I just, I was like, I want nothing to do with the church. Or want nothing to do with, yeah, any type of, any form, denomination, anything of Christianity. And really, yeah, walked away and, I don't know, I guess when you grow up with that kind of, when you grow up with such a strict observance level in any religion, there'll always be kind of like that whole left if you do leave, I guess. Because everyone needs some kind of meaning. like. That's what yep. religion is. Yep. Everybody wants to know what happens after you die. We need some kind of confidence knowing that we're going to go to heaven or we're going to go to some garden or we're going to like whatever religion teaches you of the afterlife, that's what religion serves as a purpose in this life. Yep. That's yep. kind of my belief as well as being a good person, et cetera, et cetera. But, yeah, I would say that I'm not definitely not part of the church anymore, which my parents are fine with at the moment. So where do we leave this now? I'm thinking, I mean, what else did we want to throw in? 
what else do you want to do? Just trying to think. Like, so what else? I'm really talking talking about Hillsong, yeah. Yeah, and mental health, and I can tell know, the story of the lounge. Well, I was just going to ask you. I am on the Prosperity Lounge at the moment. Oh, so cool. look so. at that! Because you went on a you went on a trip to a garage sale. Tell us, tell, tell us, you were one. <laughs> you were one of the people that went to Closet Baby Closet. I did. I did. And, and um, wow. So I will I will share this story because I am quite proud of this lounge. So I don't know whether you'd call it closure. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it closure. Mm-hmm. So obviously, yes, okay, I'm over. Like this is last last year. No, year before. When was Closet Baby Closet? Closet Baby Closet. It was a timeless event in heaven. Oh, heaven. <laughs> All the years have mixed up lately, but I want to say probably I reckon it was last year, early last year or late the year before. So only recent in the scheme of things. I I guess chatting to you and chatting to Sarah and kind of like still being caught up in in all the Hillsong drama, I find it fascinating now. Like it it doesn't really trigger anything. Mm. I find it fascinating and... So that plus the fact of, I'm going to put it bluntly, we needed a new lounge. I got really kind of like, I was really interested in this garage sale that Brian and Bobby were doing. And I kind of, I, I thought, you know what, there are probably so many Hills women that are looking at this going, oh my God, I want a piece of their life, blah, 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 blah. But I was like, you know what, I just want to get something to say that I've like, is it I've made it or I've, how do you put it? A souvenir, no. A souvenir, well, kind of, like a more of like a, it's a prize. Like look at where I am and look at where you are now and who's got the better lounge. So, (laughs) you know what I mean? Who's looking through who's uh, rubbish and poking it about? Exactly. Mm. And so it's the story of the Prosperity Lounge, we call it. And I thought I'm absolutely not going to, like, this is just too good to be true. The fact that I may be potentially in a position to profit off somebody's misfortune, uh, a.k.a. the Houstons. And I thought I'll try my luck. So I messaged this closet baby closet. Felt so gross doing so because of that whole, uh, it's just, it just screened Hillsong women. But I was like, let's see how far we go. So I messaged and I got a response and I was like, no way. And did all the logistical stuff. Like I was like, definitely interested. Obviously I'm not mentioning anything about my past whatsoever. Immediately I knew that I'd be blocked. And so message was really nice, really polite, gritting my teeth, asked for the dimensions, knew it wouldn't really fit, but I was like, you know what? Like, this is like, I have to do this. So Ended up organising a date, I think it was like two days later, got my dad with a trailer who his response to me was like, how the hell did you end up in this situation? Like it's kind of one of those parent moments with, oh, well, my God, what has my child done now? It was so strange to have this sudden access to what the, the Houston family home, they were selling things from their home. Correct. 
So I thought to myself, like, we're traveling up there. Now, it was a drive. Like, it, obviously, Glenhaven in the Hills District was probably the first time in many, many moons that I've been up there because that's where Mercy was. They were literally around the corner from the Mercy house. So I thought yeah. that was really interesting. Oh, yeah. And so rock up and I thought, and I'd said to my fiance at the time and my dad, I was like, 100% Brian and Bobby will not be there. Like who would sit around yeah. and watch people take stuff from their home? And my dad agreed and he was like, look, I'm just coming to load a, load a, load a bloody lounge into a trailer. I was like, cool all good and so walk down this like massive long driveway and I see they've got the garage and then like a front door and like a big glass panel on one of the sides of the front doors and I was like no way and I I said to my dad I was like that's Bobby and she's here <laughs> and I was like, no and so I'm starting to freak out like my hands are getting all sweaty like I'm getting that same reaction as I got, as I used to get, kind of like with authority figures in that Hillsong Mercy sphere in those years. And I was like, and I just had to tell myself, I'm like, this is just a woman who's selling a couch, just a woman that's selling a couch. Yes. And went in, did the sale and waited till, so my dad and, and now husband moved everything into the trailer and had to have probably maybe 10 minutes of awkward small talk with Bobby who had oh, a, tell, leg, tell, a leg in her bones. Um, so it was just kind of like, it was just awkwardly standing around. She was like, oh, I love your tattoos. And I was like, okay, like I'm just, it's a bit awkward because I don't know whether she'd had a fall. I, I, like, I don't know. She was kind of, she was a bit messed up. Um, she had fallen down the stairs or tripped down in Darlene's slippers, yes. There we go. So it was shortly after that. <clears throat> and then, and I was probably talking to her maybe like five or ten minutes, and then Brian comes downstairs with a plate of chicken. <laughs> you and I have had many jokes about this. And my dad ran into him at the front door and I was just, this is just, I was just, you kind of have one of those out-of-body moments where you're like, if me 10 years or 15 years ago could see this now, like you would definitely not believe it. Like I am standing in Brian and Bobby's house, taking one of their probably very expensive prized possessions away from them purely because of whatever's going on in their life, which I don't particularly care about. I just want this prize. And, yeah, it was just, it was very surreal. Like barbecue chicken? We're talking like roasted chicken? Like... Well, like just, just like a Woolies chook. Um, any coleslaw? Like any, any kind of? No, it was the remnants, the remnants. And I'm guessing he's he was coming down the same stairs. So he's just a dad on a Saturday at lunch like everyone else. Correct. Right? He's just coming downstairs, cash clothes, and yeah. And no Bible college students to chew his meat for him anymore. But there was there was the one, the the one that was helping them very much. Very yeah, very odd to watch that. You kind of feel for the Bible college students that kind of get caught up in everything because you're like you could be spending your time doing so much more. Uh, yeah, but I did. I did in those two yeah. days leading up to picking up the prosperity lounge. I'd said, I was like, do I do something? Like, do I, do I give them a letter? Do I say who I am? Do I like, they had no idea who I am. They would have known the scenarios that I would have been in. 
And so I did write a letter, like, like just like, just a little kind of like, I don't know, little A5 kind of little note. And I thought, and I took it with me and I was like, if I get an opportunity to give it to them, I will. If I don't, then it's not meant to be. And it was kind of, it was a letter basically saying that, that it was, wasn't spiteful. It was more of a, I was a mercy girl. I spent a lot of time in Hillsong, but now it's kind of like, I don't know, over the other side. And I, I can't even remember what it was like. It was something along the lines of, I hope they can see how much damage the programs that they supported did to a lot of people, but definitely not spiteful. Yeah. And yet, bitter, like you always said, oh, she's just bitter. Yeah. Wasn't, wasn't bitter. It was more like, yeah, look at where I am now. You don't know me, but this is where I've been. And yeah. It, oh, wow. It, Good for you. So what? what What'd you do? When we were leaving, my dad and and when our husband had, had put the lounge up in the in the truck and they were waiting at the top of the, the driveway, I guess they probably couldn't wait to get out of there quick enough. And Brian had gone back upstairs. I can't remember whether plate refilled or not. <laughs> and time pudding, was it? Hey. <laughs> Might have nearly been time for his pudding. Correct. And I had uh, and I turned around and the Bible college student was there. Bobby had just turned around to go inside. And I said to the Bible college student, I was like, can you give this to Brian and Bobby? And she was like, oh, my gosh, sweetheart, absolutely. Thank you so much for your support. I think she thought it was like a letter of, like a letter of gratitude. Ah, it definitely ah, was not. Wow. Um, but she took it. Whether they read it or not, I don't know. I didn't leave any contact details. I didn't. I don't even think I left my full name. But I, because I don't want a response, I don't want, uh, like, I don't want any contact. It was purely just more of a, maybe it was like a yeah. last word thing. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Definitely love it. And uh, how's, how's it's really good. Now? It survived a move recently. It's uh, it's very comfortable. Very, uh, what do we call it? Italian designer. Oh yeah, and I'm I'm told that they would, you know, have only have had this because they had put retail, you know, retail price, their price, and then I'm told that, you know, the prices were actually a lot higher. They just have some sense of shame or social awareness or something. Yeah. Well from you what know, from what I think the we were looking at, uh, and our little kind of sleuthing skills, I think I probably only paid like what ten percent of what it was worth? Okay, five percent. I mean, if that's we won't we won't put it on. But I think I well I got it for two and a half. I think or two and a half or three grand. But okay. I think from from the look of it, I reckon it's probably worth. And I think you said it was probably around the twenty twenty five mark. Yeah. yeah. Mm, nice. This is yes. no fantastic piece of furniture. Well, and uh, a Hillsong used to own fantastic furniture too, by the way. One of the Diongs. Yes. So, well, well, that's a lovely, a lovely piece of closure, I think, piece of furniture. Yeah. If you got some use, that you know, you can get some use out of it. Yeah. 
first Hillsong purchase where anyone's had something to show for it. I do, I do know that I do remember um, Bobby's face when I said to her because she was like, oh, like it'll be a lovely addition to your home, like meaning the lounge. And I said to her pretty bluntly, like, and I wasn't even thinking, I think, you know, when you're so nervous, you don't even think and just like yeah, stuff yeah. comes out. And I said, yeah, my dog needs a new place to sleep. And she, <laughs> her face just kind of dropped. Yeah. <laughs> As she turns around to go and fix her Joe Malone candle. Yeah. It was just, the, the house is, it's insane. Well, was insane. No longer there's anymore, but you can probably see. Well, hold on. There she is sleeping. Oh. So, but yeah. Aww. Let's yeah. let's say goodbye for now and we'll be right back with uh, Sarah when she joins us in the room. room. In the room. Sounds good. Yeah, beautiful. Thanks, Brett. Thank you. you like to look five years younger in a clinical study people that had volume added with juvederm voluma xc in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment look younger feel like you add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with juvederm voluma xc reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with juvederm velour xc for important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.